0: Hey guys, Paul Reddick here. Welcome to the Baseball Dads podcast. The world of baseball in the youth and especially the high school game is changing so rapidly. These rapid changes are bringing about a lot of confusion, a lot of frustration for today's parents that are trying to bring their son up in the game. So the purpose of this podcast is to use the experience of dads who have already gone through this journey and have navigated it successfully so we could take aim at that confusion and frustration and knock it out. We're going to talk to these dads about what they did right, about what they did wrong, what they would do more of, what they would do less of, and they're going to give you their advice for today's parents that are going through this game. So stay tuned for today's podcast. And make sure you go to BaseballDadsNewsletter.com where you can get a free trial in our monthly Baseball Dads Newsletter. So without any further delay, let's get on to today's show. Hey guys, Paul here. Welcome back to an edition of the Baseball Dads Podcast. And today we're going to ask the question, is your son being taught the wrong things and is he doing the wrong things right? And I'm going to talk to you about an email discussion that I had with one of my clients. Um, But first, I'm really excited because the new book, The 567 Dad, can you see that? See that? The 567 Dad Baseball Edition is out. Uh, I'm super excited about it. So head on over to 567Dad.com and you can get um, a copy of that book. So, um, really pumped about it. Okay, so email discussion I got with a dad is, is a very, very common uh, one for me. It's nothing new. Um, and, and, usually, and it always starts off with uh, the same kind of uh, um, theme that Hey Paul, we, we've, we've tried everything we can uh, to gain velocity, and we can't seem to move the needle on velocity. And I always respond to those emails like, "Well, tell me, you know, kind of tell me what's going on. What have you done? What have you tried?" And and they'll do the usual laundry list, right, of all things. You know, they they've done mechanical training and lessons and camps and clinics and weighted balls and medicine balls and and cords and bands and all. You know, they've They've done everything, right? And so what's often interesting, too, is that, that usually most of the pitchers that I work with, they don't have any problem with actually doing the work. It usually comes down to do they have the right information. So um, when somebody responds back with that laundry list of stuff, I, I, I already know. Like, all right, I got someone who's willing to work here. If, they ha- if they've done all this stuff and they haven't made an improvement in their velocity, then something's wrong with their information. Now, if I get an email from somebody that says, we're trying to gain velocity, what have you done? Uh, I, I take my son out, we long-tossed two times a week. I'm like, okay, we might have a habit problem there. We might have to work on installing some different work ethic and some different systems of, of habits in there. But that is not usually the case on most of the emails that I get. So when I know that someone's willing to do the work and they haven't got the results, this is usually always comes down to information. So then I'll always ask, send me a video. Um, send me a video and let me see what you've got going on. And the minute I open this kid's video, it, it takes me a couple tenths of a second to look at his delivery and realize that he's making a pretty fatal mistake in his delivery. He's, he's coming to the balance points, kind of reverse rotating. So um, if it, You know, if you're reverse rotating, stopping at the top, getting collected, staying back over the rubber, showing the number, showing the pocket, uh, staying tall, whatever they say now about uh, the balance point, that's going to have a a ripple effect through the rest of your delivery. That you'll never, you're never going to be able to do anything right if you have a bad first movement. So it's a principle that we call forced continuity. So when you make a bad first movement in your delivery, you're forced to continue that pattern of movement until you're finished. You it's, it's impossible to course, correct. Correct in a pitching delivery because it's only, it's a very short period of time. It's only about a second and a half, right? So once we get him and you're falling down a hill, right? So it's not, it's not the best uh, situation for course correction. So, uh, but so in a principle of force continuity, that first movement has to be right. And so now I have a situation where I see this kid's done a ton of work. But he's making one critical mistake. His first movement isn't right. So I have to I had to ask him. I said, "So uh, is this something that your son is just doing because he's mimicking other pitchers, or is this something that he was taught?" And he responded back. He says, "No, my his coach um, taught him that. His coach, you know, ha, you know, has drills about stopping, you know, getting to the balance point and all that kind of stuff." And 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 here's, so here's the problem that I run into. Ninety, I, you know, sometimes I get I'm a little tough on coaches. I know that I know that it's because I'm passionate about it and really I'm. I'm just much more concerned about the players, to be quite honest. But I'll say this, 95% of the coaches that I meet are all great people. Now, some of them don't have the best information, but I've never met anyone that I didn't think truly cared about players. Uh, Well, I shouldn't say that. I, I have met a few. But the majority truly care about their players and really want what's best for the players. And this guy was one of them. This guy was absolutely one of them. He, uh, he He's done right by this kid. He's helped this kid. He's instilled a work ethic, dedication. Um, uh, he's got instilled great values in this kid. He has been a great mentor, a great moral model. He's been everything to this kid. But he taught him the wrong thing. And this player now did the wrong thing. Thing right and now could not produce the result that he was looking to get from his training and it happens all too often that our kids are taught the wrong thing and they do the wrong thing right and when they do the wrong thing right they don't blame the coach they tend to blame themselves and this can lead to a lot of issues this can lead to a lot of of self-esteem issues this can lead to a, a, a lot of um uh, of confidence issues in, in a player when they think they're doing everything right and they can't. It, obviously, if you did everything right and you still got it wrong, problem must be me, right? So the reason why we're talking about this coach is that this coach did something that hasn't happened to me in 17 years of being of being online and being a presence in the pitching community. Um, I always ask, uh, or I always offer to every dad who's in this situation where their son was taught the wrong thing. Right? I'll work with your coach. If you email the coach or you talk to the coach, copy me on email, introduce him to me, talk to him first, have him email me direct, whatever, um, I'll work with your coach and I'll help him get uh, a little bit better handle on his information. Now, in all the years I've been doing this, I've never had any of those coaches reach out. And here's the thing. most of them. Most parents are a little bit of afraid to do that. And that that's an issue all all in, uh, all by itself. Right. That we, as baseball coaches, we're not great. We're not approachable people. We generally don't like to get approached by parents and, and questioned about what we teach. We don't like that. And and to be honest, a few bad parents have spoiled the bunch. It's It's true. But in generally, in general, people don't like that, especially when that instruction is tied in some way to playing time. They're the high school coach, they're the coach of the travel team, or maybe they're gonna be the, they're gonna play for that high school coach going forward. You know what I mean? There's a little issue there. Like, ah, maybe I don't want to rock the boat here. I don't want to question him on. So I get that. Um, but the times where people have, um offer this to their to their pitching coach to work with me. Um, I've seen some, uh, some of the people have replied to the email, replied to me too, maybe realized or didn't realize they did. And I've seen like, well, that's not right. Here's why we teach it, this and that. This guy played D1 and he did that. And that's all great, fine and good. And they're just kind of standoffish. And I understand that too. I understand, especially in a situation where, hey, we just charged this kid a lot of money for a whole winter's worth of lessons. And now they obviously went to somebody else for an opinion because we weren't um, getting the result. So there's a little bit of ego, there's a little bit of pride that gets hit there, and then there's a little bit of the economics of it, right? How many people are going to say, yeah, that guy is right, all the money that you spent on me, uh, I was wrong, and, and he's right, and let's do it his way. So this is the first guy that has ever took me up on the offer. To actually get on a like a webinar, like we do a little go-to meeting where I can show them some pictures and videos and stuff like that. And this guy just had the the, the child's best interest at heart. And uh, and 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 here's the thing: I, I tell pitching coaches all the time. When I used to start my year-round pitching group, the first meeting I had with the parents and the players was this: If I am teaching you the same thing at the end of this session that I'm teaching you today that means I have not grown as a coach. If I'm teaching you the same thing next year that I am teaching you today, that means I have not grown as a coach. So my players fully expected that things would change. We would evolve and we would grow because I was still actively learning and trying to understand more and more and more about something that I've been doing my entire life. So pitching coaches, you will not look bad if you change up what you're teaching if you set that premise that, hey, I'm going to expect you to get better as a player. you. I- I expect you, you should expect me to get better as a coach. You shouldn't expect me just to stand still and to be like a, like a, like a a concrete wall with my teaching. It should expand, it should grow, it should evolve, it should change, especially in the face of new information, especially as technology starts to evolve. We're going to know more, I I think in the next five or 10 years about pitching than we knew in the first 120 something years of baseball. It, it, I mean, it's already kind of, it's a little scary. It's overwhelming to me, even, I think, of thinking of where it's going to go. So, pitching coaches, please, I mean, just, you know, if you could set that standard with your player, um, and here's the thing. I- for a pitching coach I will pour pour my soul into you and I a lot of the the, the my contemporaries who are guru pitching gurus and and pitching you know uh, experts that are out there on the internet and teaching camps and clinics and stuff like that I'm going to tell you if you reach out to them and you can catch them at the right time they will pour their soul out into you we will not be able to help ourselves help you we will not be able to help ourselves. That is the coach's nature is that when we see a void, we have to fill it. It is impossible to not fill it if in your heart you are a true coach. So um, to wrap this one up, just just make sure if your kid is doing all the work, doing everything right, and not getting the result, he's probably doing the wrong things right. And that's nothing about your kid that's not even, I, I don't even want to make an indictment of coaches. It's really not nothing about the coach. It's, it's just the information. And I will say this too, in today's day and age, there's just no excuse to not have all the information. There's so many places to go now to access easily. You're walking around in your pocket with a tool that can access more information than, uh, any one of, um, you know, Whitey Ford's pitching coaches ever had. So, um, uh, you know, let's make that conscious effort to get better on all sides. But like I said, if, if your son's doing all the right things and, and, he's, and he's, he has the right habits and he's not getting the results, he's probably being taught the wrong thing and he's doing the wrong thing, right? And pitching coaches, set the frame with your players that you're going to change. You're going to get better. You are going to evolve. I, I will tell you this. I go back sometimes, every once in a while, we have to go back into like old, hard drives and stuff like that to retrieve things that, you know, we couldn't find or now that we need. And I'll open up one of the videos that we did back like early, but like, like even 10 years ago. And I will cringe at how, uh, at what we were teaching then as opposed to what we're teaching now that, Oh man, had I stayed in that, in that space, um, that would have been detrimental to my players, to everyone you know, and to myself. So, uh, the wrong things, right. Make sure your kid is not doing the wrong things, right. Again, head on over to five, six, seven dad.com new book would love for you to, uh, grab a copy of it. All right. Thanks guys. Hey guys, it's Paul again. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. We really hope you got a lot out of it. We have so much more to come for you. And thank you so much for trusting us with your baseball education and also the development with your child. It's something that we take very seriously and really means the world to me and the rest of the staff here at Paul Baseball and Baseball at Dads Podcast. So thank you so much. We would love it if you would leave a five-star rating and a great review of this podcast. That's how it helps us get the word out about the podcast so that other dads can share in this information that we need so much. Also, don't forget to go to Baseball Dads Newsletter where you can get a free trial subscription in our Baseball Dads Newsletter. Again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I can't tell you what it means to us that you would tune in, and we're just loving bringing this information to you. So again, thank you so much, and we'll see you on the next show. Hey, it's Paul Reddick. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I wanted to let you know I have a new book out specifically for Baseball Dads, and I would love for you to check it out. You can go to baseballdadsbook.com All the information is there and a pretty good discount for our podcast listeners. So, again, it's BaseballDadsBook.com. Thanks.